This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hey, you gorgeous ninja. Welcome back. Today, I am going to share with you part one of LinkedIn strategies. And in particular, I'm going to share with you why LinkedIn is one of the most underestimated and underutilized networks. And then I will walk you through how to put together your LinkedIn profile. And in particularly, I'm going to share with you a framework to write a really compelling biography, which I think you're really going to love. So not laugh at, love, as in you're really going to enjoy. So let's get straight into it. Hi there, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. It's Francisca here, and today I am going to share with you some of the best LinkedIn strategies that you can use as a business owner. And just a quickly a funny story about social media is in particular, and especially, is that a few months ago, a global publisher approached me because they wanted to publish my last book, but I already promised it to a different publisher. And they said, hey, we have another book that we would love for you to write. I said, cool, what is it on? And they said, it's on social media strategies. And <laughs> I responded with that I am not super keen to write a book on social media strategies, but I absolutely can if we focus on high-level strategy. And they said, we would really love you to do that and gave me a really good deal. So that's what I've been working on at five in the morning, <laughs> most mornings, because my deadline is very short. I have about three months to complete this book. So <laughs> I've been working away at this. And as I have been putting together the chapter on LinkedIn today, I thought I'd share some of the latest and greatest with you here on this podcast, because I know many of our listeners will really benefit very highly from using LinkedIn properly. Now, LinkedIn is one of the most underestimated and underutilized networks out there. It is the largest professional networking site. And also LinkedIn has incredible search engine. So when you do this maybe as a little exercise when you search for your name so if you if you do have a linkedin profile and you search for your full name it's very highly likely that your linkedin profile will come up on the first page probably in the first few entries on google and it's because the search function on linkedin the search engine optimization is amazing and it's a great network to build relationships Especially right now also as we may not be out there so much, as in we may not be networking in person so much and meeting new people. LinkedIn is a brilliant place to meet people, connect with people and build relationships. So I highly recommend that you do consider using it. I'll share with you also a little bit more on how to use it in a way that is effective for you. Now, LinkedIn can serve also as a lead generation tool because, again, LinkedIn has a much better organic 
uh, what's the what's the word organic reach than does Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. So what that means is that when you post something on LinkedIn, your reach without having to pay for people to see your content is much bigger generally than on any of the other networks, which is really cool. The other great thing about LinkedIn is that sometimes it's a great tool to bypass gatekeepers. You know, sometimes you want to get in touch with someone, maybe in a in an organization that you may not be able to communicate with in the real world because maybe they have gatekeepers that don't <laughs> let you through. You can try and connect with them on LinkedIn. Now, of course, your connection on LinkedIn and the way that you approach people has to be really good. It, I'm not sure about you, but my LinkedIn is full. My inbox is full of messages that are really not relevant. So a lot of people use LinkedIn in a very spammy kind of way, unfortunately. It's, it's a little bit painful. So just make sure that when you do connect with people, especially also with people that you want to maybe collaborate with in the future or that you're hoping to work with, make sure that your approach is not spammy. So make sure that you are adding value. It's, that's always the question is how can you add more value? So before you start on LinkedIn and you take it more seriously, if you are not already taking it seriously, ask yourself what does success look like on LinkedIn? It could be that you want to establish yourself as an expert in your industry, for which LinkedIn is really useful. Sharing updates and sharing industry news, etc., can really help you establish yourself as an expert. Maybe you would, would love to increase brand awareness for yourself and your business. Maybe you would love to get leads and increase your sales. Maybe you would love to build relationships with possible strategic partners or business owners. Maybe you would like to find team members for your growing team. Or maybe you would love to build a community of loyal followers. So just ask yourself what success looks like for you. And just a, a quick other fun example, actually, this just happened this week. I wanted to get in touch with the local mayor here because we used to collaborate with him. He loves basic bananas, Michael. And I didn't have his details anymore. I wanted to get in touch with him to see if we wanted to collaborate again to offer some recovery marketing programs for the local community here, the businesses in the local community, because right now it's all about supporting businesses in the community so that we can help lead the economic recovery. So I didn't have his details anymore. So I just went on to LinkedIn and connected with him, sent him a message there. We are connected already. And he already responded and we're now having a chat next week. So thanks to LinkedIn again, I was able to get in touch with, with the mayor. So who should be on LinkedIn? Pretty much everyone. Pretty much every person should have at least a personal profile. You don't all have to have a company profile, but at least I would suggest pretty much everyone is suitable for a personal profile. Now, let's look at personal the personal profile in detail, and then I'll, I'll quickly share with you also the difference between personal profile and company profile. So the personal profile is what the name says. It's, it's your profile that is just about you. 
And the company profile is like a Facebook page, a business page that is about the business. And most people, because it's a, a relationship tool, most people will use LinkedIn through their personal pages, connecting with people through their personal pages. That's why that is very highly effective. For some businesses, like we also at Basic Bananas, we also have a, a business page. And that's where we share updates to with businesses. So that works really well for us. For some businesses, you don't need to have a company profile. Now, for your personal profile, let's I'll walk you through the most important elements here. The first thing is make sure that your profile is complete. So don't have too many gaps in your profile. Just the other day, I was invited to run a private strategy workshop for a law firm. And they have 30 lawyers in this firm. And one of their best tools to use is LinkedIn to connect with people. And so I was, as I was doing my research to prepare for, for the strategy session, I went on to LinkedIn. I looked at their, they did have a company profile. And then I also looked at their team members profiles, their lawyers to see what they're doing. And more than 50% of the profiles were really not good. And what that means is that they just didn't have the details there that they needed. Some didn't even have a photo of some lawyers. Some didn't have their, their experience. Some had a very minimal biography that was really badly written. It's not good. It's not a great representation of these lawyers. So make sure your profile is complete. Number two, make sure your profile is relevant. So the most important thing about your personal profile is you want to add the information that is relevant to what you're doing right now. You don't need to add all the information from your entire life that is not relevant right now. So for example, if you were an intern in a bakery when you were a kid and now you have nothing to do with baking or bakeries, you probably don't need to add that. It's not super relevant to what you're doing right now. And number three is you want to use your keywords. So have clarity on your keywords and know what you want to be known for and what keywords you want to be found for and make sure you add those in your headline, in your biography and in your experience. Now, let's quickly walk through each part of your personal profile. So at the top, obviously, you have your, your name. That's your, your full name. So for me, that's Francisca Easily. And then next to your name, you have your title and your headline. So what you want to do there, again, is you want to add some keywords if you can. So what, what are you? For example, are you an innovation specialist? Are you a graphic design artist? Are you an author? Are you a brand strategist? Are you a lawyer? Are you a bookkeeper? What is it that you want to be known for? And then you also have an image. So you have two images, actually. You have one image, which is your headshot. So that's your personal image. And make sure it's professional. The difference also between LinkedIn and Instagram, for example, and Facebook, is that LinkedIn is a lot more professional so make sure that your stuff is professional including that photo 
then you also have a background image at the top, which most people don't use, but it's a great one to use and to, again, showcase your business. So at the top of your LinkedIn page, you have a background image that you can update and customize. So create one that has some information about your business on there, if that's what you want to promote. For us, we have a, a banner, a background banner that at the moment has the information about the Blastoff session on there that is upcoming. And different team members at Basic Bananas have the same banner because obviously the more people will see the brand, the better. So if you also have team members, get them also to update their banner to reflect your business. Every little bit helps, of course, and your team members are really important. And then you also can add on your personal profile, you can add website links. And again, of course, you there are actually three links that you can add that are clickable. So make sure that you add your business website. And if you can, because there are three clickable links, maybe add some links to a product that you would like to share with the audience. And then comes the about section. The about section is where you add your biography. So this is where you share your story. And what I recommend that you do there is share your story in first person, not in third person. So rather than saying she is an amazing entrepreneur and brand strategist, she has won some awards, blah, 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 say everything in first person. So you can even, on my profile, I even welcome people. I say, thank you so much for swinging by. Here's a little bit about what I'm up to at the moment. And so a great, I know that writing your own biography, this is something that a lot of our Clever Bunch members always tell us is just, you know, it's a bit of a, it can be a little bit of a struggle to write your own biography. So what I'm going to give you now is a great structure to write your biography. So hopefully you have a pen and paper, and if not, maybe you can re-listen to this episode. So the first part of your biography, you can do an introduction. So who are you? What do you do? Who do you like working with? Who are your ideal customers? And what are you currently working on? So that's the first part, introductions. The second part is your journey. How did you end up here? What are you doing? Why are you doing what you're doing and why are you passionate about your business? So tell your story, tell your journey. The third part is your strengths. What makes you different? What are your strengths? The fourth part is your credibility. How can you demonstrate credibility? Maybe have you won any awards? Have you had any media features, any qualifications, etc.? The fifth part is just at the end, add something a little bit personal. We don't need to, as I, even though this is professional, we, we can add a little bit of sparkle, a little bit of something personal. So what is something personal about you? Maybe what do you love doing in your spare time? And when you add something like that, people will remember you so much more than if it's just a super boring biography. So you can say something like, in, in my spare time, I love going on adventures with my motorbike, for example. 
And then the last part is a call to action. What would you like people to do next? So the last part is what would you like people to do next? So include a call to action. So we have, the, I quickly give you the summary of, of your biography. We have an introduction. We have a, the journey, how you got there. We have strengths. We have your credibility, something a little bit personal about you, and then a call to action. Under your biography, you have your experience, and that's where you list your jobs, etc. So what is your professional experience? Where have you worked? What businesses have you started, etc. And again, I mentioned before, you can add keywords in there too. And then under your experience, you can add additional information. There are customizable parts in that, in that section where you can add your education, you can add any volunteer experience that you have done, any organizations or associations that you belong to, any accomplishments such as programs you have created, certifications, etc. And then under that part, we have two really important sections, especially the second one that I'll share with you. Under your additional information, you have skills and endorsements. And this is where people can endorse you by just clicking a, a button so they can say, I endorse Francisca for marketing strategy or entrepreneurship for branding, etc. What you want to make sure in that endorsements part is that you have your, again, the things that you want to be known for. So your keywords, the things that you want people to know you for, you have them at the top. So it's very easy for people that have worked with you to endorse you. And then this is one of the strongest parts about your personal profile on LinkedIn. These are your recommendations. Recommendations are so powerful. They are your testimonials from people that have worked with you. And the reason why they are so powerful is because they, they are 100% real. You can even see who wrote them. So, you know, anyone can fake a testimonial on a website. Hopefully people don't do that. I definitely recommend not faking testimonials, but you definitely know that on LinkedIn, a recommendation from someone is 100% real because you can see who wrote it. So they carry a lot of weight and people will come to your LinkedIn profile to check you out sometimes if they're deciding on whether they want to work with you or a competitor. And if they can see that people love working with you and you've gotten really good feedback, it's very likely that they will pick you over someone else. And then under your recommendations also, you can add any rich media. So also now LinkedIn allows you to add PowerPoints and videos, etc. that you can add and upload on LinkedIn and it will stay there for people to see when they come to your LinkedIn profile. So some people, especially if they are consultants or speakers at conferences, they will add videos there so that people can get a little snippet of what this person is like and to really also build a human connection straight away. So that's, that's what I will share with you now. I will make another episode, part number two for LinkedIn, where next week I will share with you the company profile 
and content strategy. So what kind of content works really well. And then also how to grow your network and how to use LinkedIn to move from a connection to offline. So I'll do a second episode on this topic next week. So you'll get the second part, which is more business focused and then content strategy. So for now, if you have a few minutes to update your LinkedIn profile, your personal profile, I highly recommend you do that. And as always, if you enjoy this show, please feel free to share it with a friend or two. We absolutely love that. And also, we love your reviews on the podcasting apps. It makes a huge difference for us when we get reviews because we read them and we get excited. So I guess it's a little bit of an ego boost. <laughs> but more than that, it also helps us to spread the this wisdom and the gold nuggets with more people and the more people we can touch and positively impact of course the more happier the happier we all get here at basic bananas so thank you for doing that and thank you for sharing the content that we share here with you and i can't wait to see you hear you or for you to hear us next week bye for now to get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.